Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. Welcome to this week's edition of the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm. I am your host named Tim Seckler. I own the Seckler Law Firm, where we do all things estate planning, elder law, asset protection, post-death administration, trying to help you with your most difficult times uh, so that we can take a little bit of your burden off and and make it a little bit easier for you. Uh, I am joined this week with my favorite guest. She's a repeat guest, uh, and she is a a lovely lady. I I can tell you the most attractive woman that has ever been on my radio show the one that I care about the most. My lovely wife, Robin, is joining us on the radio show this week. Uh, And uh, we are talking about leaving a legacy for your loved ones, uh, which means a lot of things. It means, you know, in my world, in the estate planning elder law world, it means usually financial assets. How are we going to get your house to your kids? How are we going to get your money to your family? How are we going to do it in a way that they don't screw it all up. How are we going to protect it from things like taxes and long-term care expenses, right? So that's what we usually talk about on this show. Uh, And Robin is going to talk to you this week about a a different type of legacy. And it is not a coincidence that we're doing this in December because this is a fantastic idea for you to consider around the holidays. Uh, And before we get into that, I got to do my little disclaimer that nothing you're going to hear on this or any other radio show should be construed as legal advice. If you have a legal problem, call a lawyer. Our our phones answer all the time at 724-841-1393, or you can find more information at secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R lawfirm.com. And it's about time I let my lovely bride talk. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Of course, you know, I made him say all those really nice things about me. <laughs> it's part of the deal today. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It, it. It's part of the thing. So this is my opportunity. You know, I have the radio show and I get to compliment my wife in front of the entire city. So why not? Why not take advantage of it? All right. So I, we are here talking about securing memories and all the things that you're doing with your company. So just for some context, Robin has been on the show before. If you missed those episodes, she owns her own company where she does digital legacy planning for families where you get to record uh, your stories for future generations. And what I want to do is for people who have not heard the story before, it's a beautiful one. Why don't, why don't you tell people how this thing all got started? For sure. Yeah. I, um, you know, storytelling is part of what we do here at Securing Memories. And so I really like to share the story of how I got to where I am because I think it helps you to understand why Securing Memories came to be, but it also helps you to understand sort of why this is important to us. So, um, you know, Tim, you've heard this story a million times and you are actually a part of this story. But for those of you who haven't, you know, I lost my dad. It'll be 12 years um, in just a few days here. And when he was sick, he was in hospice for the last several weeks, and I used to sit with him in his hospice room, and I didn't like the silence, and I didn't really know what to talk to him about. I was young, and I knew that our days were numbered, and one day I just decided that I was going to start asking him questions about his life, Mm -hmm. and so I began recording his answers on notebook paper. And I would ask a question, for example, you know, who had the best room in the house? And his answer was, 
Mel had the best room. And I know that was his answer because that was all I wrote down. But what he really said was a very long story. And you don't know my dad, but if you did, you would know <laughs> that there is no such thing as a short story. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant guy. Slow talker. They, slow they, talker. There could be a Seinfeld episode yeah. about him being the slow talker, I think. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, so one of those days I was asking my dad questions and Tim happened to walk into the room and he picked up my BlackBerry device, if you remember the old BlackBerry phones, and he pressed the record button. He set it back down on the table and walked out of the room and my dad and I truly hadn't noticed and just kept chatting. And I lost my dad just a few days after that. And with sort of everything that comes along with losing a loved one, I think Tim truly forgot that he had done that. You know, we sort of went down this road of, you know, what does it mean to lose somebody and what are our next steps? And the BlackBerry and the recording on it really wasn't at the top of your mind. Right? No, Is and then BlackBerry soon enough gave way to iPhones yeah. and, and I forgot all about the thing, you know. Right. Until... The time where, you know, we were in our home and we have three little kids and one of the little kids was running around playing with this Blackberry like it was their toy phone. And as soon as I saw the thing, it was like, oh, like I didn't see a phone. I saw the recording. Like I just I had the image of hitting record and putting it on the bed and I, and I snatched the phone from my kid. And it took us a while of guessing passwords to get back into the BlackBerry. Right. When we looked at the BlackBerry, it said nine out of 10 password attempts. And I thought, this is it. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> now we've lo- we just found it and now we've lost it. That's right. And so we finally, we got in. I think we even had to take it to a guy. But we got into the phone and we got the story. And so take it from there. Yeah. So once we were able to get that story off of the phone, I pulled it up onto my computer next to a picture of my dad. And our kids had been born after he passed away. So none of them, you know, we have three kids and none of them had met him. So this was the first time they had an opportunity to hear his voice and to see a picture. You know, we didn't have video recordings. We didn't have, um, you know, we had photos, but not many. You know, it wasn't like it is today where we take millions of photos. So when they started listening to the story my dad was telling and he was telling a story about what it was like for him to go to school as a kid, which was interesting for my kids who are school age. And when they heard the story, I sort of expected them to turn around and look at me and be like, okay, you know, now what? Can we move on? Yeah. Can we have a snack? Yeah, right. Can we have a snack? But what they did is really what surprised me. And they turned around and they said, they call him Grandpa O. And they started asking me more questions. Would Grandpa O come to my baseball games? What kind of ice cream did Grandpa O like? Would Grandpa O have have cheered for the Steelers? Would he like to go to, you know, see these different movies with me? And they started asking me more questions about what kind of person he was and what kind of things he liked. And that really floored me. It was in that moment that I realized this was as important to them as it was to me. And I was really shocked to and find it, that out. It was almost like we we only had this short recording because it, it just wasn't the thing. And, and mm-hmm. man, it, the, the stories we wished that we'd have recorded, right? right? The, 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 the things that, you know, I, I had a great relationship with Robin's dad and he was a great guy. And, you know, was just full of great things. And, and, you know, the stories he could have told that we just never 
had the opportunity to record because we just never thought about it. Right. We, we didn't ne- have the insight. We weren't asking. Like, I think it's a little bit unnatural for people to just sit down with mom or dad and just start asking about their childhood. Like, at least that, that's just not a thing that normally occurs, but it's a thing that probably should normally occur because right. it's, it's how else do you, how else do you know? And, and so, uh, and so here we are and, and we've got this recording and the kids are interested in it and it makes them sweat. And, and like the, the questions that we wish we could go back and ask them, it, be, it kind of become apparent or at least some of them. Right. And so then, you know, this gives way to, to Robin's big idea, which has been fantastic. And, and um, so so tell everybody what Securing Memories is. So after that experience, I realized that we had not personally been intentional about recording any of these stories. Like you're saying, Tim, you know, it wasn't something that we thought about. It wasn't something we thought would be important or had ever really considered before. So um, I thought that since we were not intentional, I believe that other people aren't intentional about it either. And so I set out really on this journey to start recording our own family stories. And along the way, I realized that I could help other people to record their stories as well. And so I just started, you know, making my resources available to families so that they could do, um, you know, this legacy planning right along with us. And so it's kind of like, you know, the estate planning that if you're a regular listener to the radio show, I'm always talking about the house and the money and how do we get it to the kids. But what Robin does with securing memories is not the hard assets. It's not the financially valuable assets. It's it's the emotionally valuable assets. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, my my granddad long since passed, but could have told stories that he's the only one that knew, right? I mean, right. you know, and his stories would have been about his dad and grandpa, which would have been early 1900s and and those stories are gone and and, you know i would love to know i would love to know my great granddad's experience as an adult during the great depression right i would love to know how that went and what his particular experience was but we couldn't ask him and we can't ask him and and the technology didn't exist other than pen and paper which nobody took the time to do the technology didn't exist to ask those questions and have it in a format mm-hmm. that you could get it to your great grandchild. So I don't have my great grandfather's answers to all the things that I would like to know, but I know the questions I would like to ask him. And so it's kind of like, well, now we do have the technology with the cell phones and the video recording and the forever cloud-based storage and all the rest. So why not, why not answer that? It's, you know, from my standpoint in, you know, I, I suppose, honey, you were the guest on the, the show today. <laughs> but from my standpoint, it's kind of like, you know, reverse ancestry.com. Like everybody's curious in the family's background. Mm-hmm. Everybody's curious in like, how did my family get to this point? And if I'm curious about my great granddad's experience, then it's probably not an illogical uh, conclusion to think that my great grandkids might be curious what it was like for us right. living through the pandemic or living right. through the whatever. You know, yes. what was it like the first time you got a cell phone? Mm-hmm. You know, that what was life like before cell phones? <laughs> you know, and and so we're the only generation that you know the the, the listeners to this show show are the people that can answer those questions. And before long, you know, time flies and there won't be people around that can answer those questions right. anymore. And so, uh, and so it seems to me like this is a worthwhile endeavor. Um, so, all right. So we're, your company securing memories can be found where? 
You can find me at securingmemories.com, mm-hmm. which is my website. Everything is on there. Um, you can find a link to all of the different ways that we help families. And we have a series of different ways that we can do that for you. Uh, one is what we call the VIP Legacy Day. And truly, this is the most fun. And I always feel like incredibly honored when I get to to do one of these with a family because it is where I come um, myself as the legacy coach and I sit through an interview with you and provide the questions because sometimes we find that asking or knowing the right questions to ask can be the hardest part. And I bring along with me a videographer and it's sort of lights, camera, microphone, the whole deal. We come together, we record the session Um, we can transform your living room into a mini set, which is super fun. And most people feel very comfortable in their own home that way. And we just conduct an interview, really diving into your life's stories and how you got to where you are today. And when we're done with that, we turn it into a professionally edited video that is really fun for your family and friends and you know future family members that you may not even know, yeah. grandkids and great grandkids, who could go back and watch this, um, you know, from years down the line. Yeah, and it, it's beautiful. And you've been doing so a couple of different offerings, and you find out all about all of them at your website. But we've been doing the video legacy days for several months now, and you've done a bunch of them. And, mm-hmm. and you know, first glance at this might be, boy, I'm intimidated by this or whatever. But right. like the experience, like tell people like the feedback you get after yeah. families have gone through it. My favorite, my favorite was the first day, uh, the first legacy day that I had done. I I sat down with a gentleman and his wife and the next morning, you know, we went through the legacy day, the, the day of, and the next morning he called me and he said, I have to tell you that I just couldn't sleep last night. And my first thought was, oh my goodness, you know, he hated it. And he said, I could not stop thinking of all the stories I haven't yet told you. And it even makes me emotional to think about it today because it was incredibly meaningful to him to have been able to record those stories and you know he lost his wife just a few months after that after that experience and so for him to have that on recording was incredibly special um and timely because you just you just you know never know when when things might change or life might throw you a curveball but yeah and and so you know to me i i feel like the feedback and, and the experience in doing this so far has been that I'm not sure there's a lot of people like we've all got this thing where we all want to be humble and we don't want to like presume that anybody wants to know or care about the stories that I have. Right. right? Uh-huh. But folks, they do mm-hmm. like your kids do mm-hmm. care. They do want to know your background. They do want to know you know, the, the important turning points of your lives and, and, and how that impacted you. They want to know they're, you know, and, and, um, and so I feel like this is an awesome opportunity for the kids, the, the, the adult kids right, to engage with mom and dad in a way that mom and dad probably aren't going to go do on their own, but 
you know you're curious. Like, you know that you want to know your mom, where she went to high school, and what her boyfriend's name was, right? You know you want to know that <laughs> stuff, and it's not something that comes up in normal conversation. And You know, were you a cheerleader or a soccer player, right, or, or whatever the case is. So, you know, I, I think it's a really neat idea uh, if you're listening to this show and this is resonating with you to maybe check out what securingmemories.com has. There's several different offerings, whether the Legacy Day is right or one of the other offerings is right. Uh, and these things do make awesome gifts. Like most of the people doing this right now, it's really a gift for mom and dad. Uh, I do want you to go into the story uh, about Mimi. I think that this is going to resonate with people. And it, it I'm going to try not to cry while you're telling the story. Right. Um, but, but tell people the Mimi story. So Mimi is my grandmother. Um, she's 98 years old. And... She passed away just a couple of weeks ago, um, maybe six weeks ago or so. So like Tim said, you know, it's a, it's sort of still a little bit raw, but the story that I'm going to share with you is so important because I think it really speaks to the value and the importance of recording these stories. And so uh, my grandmother, Mimi, met Rex when she was in high school. And they dated in high school and, you know, this is like, you guys, this is, this is an Oprah caliber story. So <laughs> get your, get your Kleenex. Get your, right, right. Um, they met in high school and when they were in high school, they went dancing together. They danced at all the school dances, but then they took dancing lessons together and they would spend their Friday nights together going to local, you know, dancing saloons or whatever, you know, kind of places that they went to at that time. And... He eventually went off to the military and, you know, they split ways. She went on to get married after that. So did he. And they they lived their lives independently. You know, they really never connected again after that. Interestingly, he looked her up several times throughout his life, which was something I didn't know until recently. And one of those times... Um, he found that she was living not too far away and that she was single. <laughs> and so he called her. And at this time, she was about, I think she was 86 years old. And he called her and said, um, you know, this is Rex. And we used to go dancing when we were kids. And if it's okay, I'd like to take you dancing again. Mm. And so she, of course, said yes. He picked her up. They went. They signed up for a six-week dancing lesson course. And um, months later, they were married at 86 years old. She got married for the second time. 70 years life. with no relationship. Yes. And then they, they remarried for the second time to their high school sweethearts right. in her late 80s. And yeah. it, it was, you know, an incredible, incredible experience for her to find her high school love again all those years later. And it was so important to me to have this story recorded because I think it is just such a beautiful story and I love it. So I sat down with Mimi and Rex not too long ago, about three months ago, and I asked her to tell this story to me. I wanted her version of it. And she couldn't quite come up with the words. And so Rex took over and he shared the story that I just told you. And when he was done telling it, she looked over at him and she said, that is such a beautiful story. Whose is it? <laughs> and I mean, 
I, I lost it. Yeah. I, that was incredibly, incredibly difficult for me to hear and to realize that she truly had forgotten her own love story. Yeah. All right. It It is a powerful story. And, it, you know, it, uh, Robin's going to have to get her own Kleenex right now. And it, it just, but like, you know, that is a beautiful story. It really is. And it, it's a true story. And it happens to be like another part of your family's story, right? right. Which like, the Blackberry story that we talked about with your dad and now this Mimi story with, with you doing one of these legacy days with your own grandma and then having that experience. And it just, you know, to me, you, you can't make this stuff up, but it's not all that unusual, right? right. Because everybody's got powerful stories mm-hmm. like that. And the, mm-hmm. the question is, are you doing anything to tell them? Like you, you've, everyone listening to this radio show has done interesting things. Everybody listening to this radio show has had meaningful impact on others' lives or someone has had meaningful impact on your life. And, you know, and it, it's worth doing honor to those memories to just record them. And and I, I just feel like this is so important. So we try to encourage the law firm's clients to meet with Robin and, and to do these legacy days because, you know, we lawyers, we focus so much on the financial stuff. But, you know the, the the old sort of cliche at this point is that there's more there's more family fights when somebody passes away over the photo album than mm-hmm. there is over the money. Right. Well, this is just a modern version of what the photo album is. There is no photo album that right. has been filled for the last twenty years. It's all pictures on your cell phone or on the uh, on the internet. And we have the ability now. It's not VHS and it's not DVDs and it's not the old eight tracks. It's now digital video that can be emailed and stored and shared. And there, there doesn't have to be a photo album to fight over. Everybody can have access to this stuff. And so it's about taking the time, with perhaps with a legacy day, to to tell the stories and then getting it into a format where people can see it and share it and live it and, and love it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Now. I I want to we have just a few minutes left on on the episode. So tell people about the mini legacy day and and what that might be, you know, here before Christmas. Yeah, so we're offering right now it's called a mini session. And if you've heard about a mini session with like photographers, they're very popular around Christmas time where maybe instead of getting an hour session, you get something like a 15-minute session. We're sort of doing something like that where a typical legacy day, a VIP legacy day, is around a three-hour event. By the time we set up and tear down and do everything in between with the interview and getting everything prepped, it's it's almost a three-hour event. Now, with the mini Legacy Day or with the mini sessions, um, we are right around an hour in our in our recording. And so we have what we call Legacy Chapters. We have seven Legacy Chapters. And the VIP Legacy Day allows us to cover up to all seven When we do a mini session, we usually pick two, maybe three, depending on how long-winded you are, (laughs) and we really cover those hot topics for you. Each of the legacy chapters covers a different time period in your life, so it's really a more um, specific but really fun, really easy, um, great way to to even test drive it if it's something that you think you might be, be interested in. And the fun part is really that we only have five of these to offer, 
and I only have three left and I'm offering them through the, the end of the year. And then after that, they are gone for good. This is kind of the so, Christmas push, right? This is, so right. You, you, running out of supply, running out of the ability to get it done. And, and so if you are interested, if this has resonated with you, check out uh, and go to securingmembers.com. Mm-hmm. How else can they get reach, uh, in touch with you on, on email? You can find me at Robin, that's Robin with a Y, R-O-B-Y-N, at securingmemories.com. Email is a great way to catch me. You can also get me on um, Instagram and Facebook at Securing Memories. So uh, I'm easily found on any of those places. Great. Okay. Um, One minute left. Tell them about how to change the light bulbs in one minute. Can you do it? Oh, one minute or less. Okay, so I have a book here that I published called How to Change the Light Bulbs When I'm Gone. It's called that because my dad, when he was sick, he left a notebook for us with all the information about what we would need to know when he was gone, including how to change the light bulbs. And so I published a book similar to the one he left for us, so it can be a resource for you and your family members. And unless I misunderstood our conversation before the radio show, you're willing to give people a copy of the book. How are they going to get it? That's right. The best way to get it, um, I'm giving away five free copies. You can get me at Robin, with a Y, R-O-B-Y-N, at securingmemories.com. And you'll send, your, send them the free copy of the book, and, yep. then, and then they can check out and, and talk to you about whether a VIP Legacy Day or the mini session Absolutely. Is, is the right idea. Right. Okay. So, folks, I have been joined this week by the lovely and talented Mrs. Seckler, <laughs> uh, my lovely bride, who's got the real idea in the family with securingmemories.com. Uh, you have been listening to the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law, law firm, where we do estate planning, elder law, and asset protection work. We do post-death administration if you're interested in any of those materials, you can find a heck of a lot of information at secklerlawfirm.com. That's spelled S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com. Remember, this show is for your education and information. It is not to be construed as legal advice. Uh, if you have a legal problem, you need a specific legal solution, and you should call a lawyer. You can find our law firm anytime at secklerlawfirm.com. I thank you for listening this week. We'll check you out here next time uh, next week. This has been the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. SecklerLawFirm.com or call 724-841-1393.